Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. Hey everyone. In previous podcasts, we discussed how you can manipulate your own emotions by changing your thoughts. Right. We talked about having basically four different selves. We have a physical, a mental, a spiritual, and an emotional self. And that we do a health check when we go to the doctor and we physically check in with them to make sure that all those aspects are going fine. And we might do things like eating differently to help improve our physical self. Um, and sometimes that can actually be part of our spiritual self as well. You know, we might have uh, spiritual beliefs that, you know, change the way that we eat, maybe on a Friday or, or so forth. But um, we might choose to be vegan or vegetarian based off other beliefs that we might have. So we might be doing both a physical and a spiritual aspect in the way that we're taking care of ourselves. Um, and we might go for walks, go to the gym, things like that to improve our physical self and taking breaks when we get stressed. We've talked about that in previous episodes, which is also a way that we are taking care of our, our mental self that also impacts our physical self. But a lot of times though we're doing these other things, we're not really taking care of our emotional self. And today I think that's what we want to talk about, Brian, right? It's true. A lot of times we're told to be strong and to hide our emotions. So we don't often express ourselves in a healthy way, but our feelings are valid and it's important for us to check in with ourselves. Right. And although our feelings are valid, that doesn't mean that they're always telling us the truth or they're, that they're appropriate for the situation. And I do that with air quotes that we're in at the time. Right. So you need to research the origins of your feelings so that you can figure out what exactly they're trying to tell us. Right, because if we, if, we, if we can use them for that purpose, then basically they can be a key to our personal growth if, if we can use them basically as a navigational tool. And if not, I mean, you know, and this is the reason we're talking about this, is that sometimes we can get stuck and, and we try to push back stuff instead of let it, dealing with it and confronting it and being with it and letting it play out. And instead of like, like, taking care of it we just kind of push it off to a corner or basically the boiling pot on the stove we're just setting it over to the simmer burner and letting it just continue to cook in the background and you know it's just sucking the energy from the rest of us from our other our, our other aspects of self and it's altering our disposition and our enjoyment of the day well, the prime example from my life of this is if i listen to or watch too much news it totally brings me down I still keep up with current affairs, don't get me wrong, but once I get rid, or once I get the gist of what I'm trying to, to watch or learn from the news, I ask myself, how am I feeling about this? And most of the time, listening to the news these days, it usually pisses me off. <laughs> and I do, I do take actions, don't get me wrong, when something on the news pisses me off, I do what I need to do uh, to personally make the world a better place, you know, a uh, few things come to mind, but I do move on after I've done everything I can do. I don't stew in that situation. Uh, I don't let it bring me down like I used to. It, it, and there's times in my life where it totally ruined entire days for me because I'd get in a funk. 
And I used to listen to the news on my way to work every day. And especially during the pandemic, this was so unhealthy for me because it really brought me down. It really stressed me out. And by the time I got to work, I was already in a pretty bad mood. And then dealing with the pandemic at work was not fun. So all those things piled up to really make my days miserable. Oh, I, I totally agree with you there, Brian. <laughs> and I find that uh, news media can be hugely self-defeating for me. And I refuse to consume it until I'm ready to. And what I mean by that is I have to make sure that I'm in a healthy space to do that. Um, I need to make sure that I'm on a solid emotional, mental position that I've I've become at one with myself and my space. And if you want to think of it this way, I've, I've already done my check-in and I put up like this emotion, this, this force field that I'm going to let through what I choose to so that I've already got my clarity for how I want to set my day. Well, so today what we want to talk about is doing emotional health checks, checking up on yourself because it, it's oftentimes to, it's difficult for us to see things in ourselves. Oftentimes we can see something in someone else so much easier. It's especially true with me. I can always look at someone and say they need to forgive themselves or they need right. to let this go or they need to get past this. It's easy to see. Sure. But sometimes for ourselves, myself in particular, it's not as easy unless I really identify and really become aware of the emotions and what I'm feeling and... Uh, understand where they're coming from and deal with them so that I can move on. I have to step back, take a look at myself and treat myself as my best friend. You know, I, I have to tell myself, you know, you're worthy. This is a valid emotion. Where is it coming from? What triggered this? And after I ask myself all these questions, then I can deal with the situation much better. Yeah, I think a lot of times we forget to see ourselves as a part of the equation with everyone else that we're viewing because we're running off what our motivations are and our intentions are and those type things. But we don't see ourselves in that same perspective as we're looking at everyone else. So basically in checking in with ourselves, we have a couple things that we kind of pulled together and we wanted to share those with everyone. So I guess in the first things that we would like to, that we try to consider personally is what am I feeling right now? I mean, at this moment, what, what feelings or emotions, what do I have happening at this moment? And I try to tell myself, remember, okay is not a valid answer. It's not a feeling. It's an umbrella. Yeah, this right? is big. You came on to something that when you mentioned this to me, you triggered something in my mind that I, I you know, people always ask you, how are you doing? I'm okay. You know, yeah, as a social think. norm, I think that's appropriate. You don't really want to spill everything to everyone on the sidewalk, right? True, but we need to remember when we're talking to ourselves that okay is not what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for emotions. Okay can mean uh, many, many different things. It can mean that we're surviving, we're dealing with things. Right. But we want to know how we're feeling in that moment. Right. If I'm not okay, what is not okay? Is it you know, is it which emotions equate to not okay for you? And I think this is very important when we're talking to close friends too, because we should be able to let down that barrier and okay does not have to be our natural defense with that. It should be if someone's in our circle of trust and they're asking us how we're doing and they really want to know, then drop okay from the vocabulary there and let's just go with our actual emotions. Yeah. And now I, I, I know there's people out there that I've been there. I strive to just be okay because sometimes I'm not okay, right. but 
I do what I have to do to be okay. But that's not looking at our emotions. That's just labeling ourselves as surviving, as getting by, as doing everything that we need to do. Uh, and sometimes that's challenging, but identify the emotions you're feeling is what we're looking for here. Right. What am I carrying around? Am, am I, have I been like really sad for the last couple of days? And if so, like, where's that coming from? Like, what is the root of this and who can I talk to about this? And, and usually I find when I share that with someone that's close to me or, and I confront what's happening and I, I share it, it becomes a burden shared. It's lessened, right? Someone else is helping me with that. And I, I honestly believe that those things if they're lingering, we need to like share to help them dissipate. Yeah. So one of the things that I find when I check in with myself is there's a driving fear that's influencing my day. Um, as growing up a conserv in a conservative family, uh, we often felt guilt and shame. You know, we were taught that's that's how we deal with things. So there's a lot of driving fears influencing me. I mean, it, it, just to cut to the root of it, you know, um, gay people are an abomination and they're not worthy and all that stuff that religion teaches children. It's not healthy to carry that around with you. Checking in with yourself, you may find that that is really dragging you down. So it, it how do we deal with that, Paul? What was the well, best Well, I mean, the way? thing is we need to make sure we can keep these things right-sized. I mean, I have this fear, right? Because we've worked our whole lives and at some point we're looking that we would like to retire, but retirement is based off the, you know, how the market is doing, which the market just, you know, it, it took a huge dive in the last year and everything is worth half what it was back then. in you know, our, <laughs> in our particular portfolio, right? So like, what if that happens right before we go to retire and we lose half of our retirement, you know, right at the end, that's things that I can really drive myself crazy on. I can lose myself on, but the, the thing is to look at what I can do right now. And mm -hmm. if it's beyond that, I just need to let that go. Similar you know? to the way I deal with listening to the news. If there's nothing I can do about it in that moment, I have to take what you can and act on and leave the rest. Right. Yeah. And the serenity prayer is a great tool for that. I, I find personally, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change what I can. But if I can't, help me to have that wisdom just to like, let that go. You know, and that's, that's kind of what that's talking about there. So, um, great, great point there. I, I think fear is probably one of the most paralyzing aspects of any emotion that we have. And I think most of our acting out that we do is based off of fear. So another thing we want to do, Byron, when we're checking in with ourselves is we need to ask ourselves, uh, do I allow myself and the ones I care about to feel their feelings and to be with their feelings? Or do I try to change how I'm feeling? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I can try to change how I'm feeling. It's not necessarily going to work, but I can definitely try. And, you know, we get some gratification when we do things like shopping. I, I tend to use Amazon. <laughs> whenever I need a little boost or something, but a lot of us can turn to eating or sleeping or, you know, we can misuse sex or uh, drinking and drugging is definitely something that a lot of us, especially in the gay community tend to lean towards. So but, eating was a big one for me. It, it's something that uh, I use to feel better about, you know, just to be happy basically. Um, but if I'm checking in with myself while I'm eating 
something and uh, it's a good idea to do that because sometimes I can ask myself is this doing me any good is this nourishing my body is this going to make me feel better or am I just trying to numb myself with food and checking in with myself is what I need to do I need to consciously do that in order to uh, come to the right conclusion of what I'm eating is whether whether it's healthy for me or whether it's something I should probably pass on. All right. I mean, all of these things are appropriate in their own aspects, right? But when we misuse them to alter how we're feeling, then we're basically we're taking that boiling pot and we're putting it over onto another burner and that burner is not necessarily turned off. So we've still got that cooking on the, on the back burner there, but we're not addressing it and it is influencing, you know, at some point that stuff's going to burn and it's going to, you're going to smell it and it's going to be obvious and it's going to come out sideways in the things that we do. And if we're doing those other aspects and we're not doing them for what they were intended, but we're doing them to try and pause that, that stuff still got to play through at some point. We're just pausing a storm. Still there. It's not going away. Exactly. One of the things you said in one of our previous podcasts that stuck with me is um, you really don't like it when people say you shouldn't feel that way. And that made a lot of sense to me. And that kind of applies to what we're talking about here. Do we let others feel the feelings that they uh, deserve to feel? Right. And is that, is that, you know, when you say to somebody, you shouldn't feel that way, you're trying to take away their pain, but you're, you're not really helping. You're, you're not. Right. Let's look at that for a second. Right. I mean, I just lost, if I just lost someone and someone comes up to me and I tell them that I'm really hurting, I just got out of a bad relationship or, uh, I'm, I'm going through grief of some sort. Maybe it was a job, maybe it was a relationship, whatever. And they come up to you and and you tell them that I'm, I'm just can't get through this. I'm just have, Oh, don't feel that way. That is basically stating, I don't really want to hear that, you know, and they can take it that way when that's really, I think that most people that say that are really well-intentioned and they're really just saying that I hate to see you hurt because it hurts me to know that I can't fix that for you. Right. So, so they're more worried about their own feelings than your feelings in that moment. It, it can come across that way. And, but I think what the tool we really need to use is to say something like, I'm here for you. I want you to know that I am feeling that pain with you because I hurt when you hurt because I love you and I'm here for you and I will step through this with you and you can lean on me. That would mean so much more than don't feel like that, you know, Mm -hmm. because it, we do feel what we feel. And when someone says something like that and we can't help what we're feeling, it's basically saying, don't be who you are. And we've already heard that through our lives, right? We don't need that anymore. True. So. I think I think that, you know, saying, what can I do to make you feel better is kind. That's a nice thing to do. Um, and sometimes the best thing we can do for someone is just listen to them. Let them express these feelings and then they can process it. Exactly. As they're talking to you. If, if you have something that you've been through that relates... And you can let them know the positive side of that. That's always appropriate. But if if you don't, then just let them know that you love them and you're there for them, right? I mean, that at the very core, that that's what that means so much more to me than don't feel like that. <laughs> you don't have to feel that way. We feel what we feel, and and I think that's always it's always valid to have emotions. They may not be the right timing. They may not appear to be correct at the moment, but there's a lesson there for us in some aspect, right? Right. So another way to check in with ourselves is ask yourself, did my actions match my 
intentions today? Yeah, like am I being my authentic self, right? Right. Um, am, I trying, am I trying to change people's core beliefs? Am I trying to change my core beliefs? Yeah, and that also can translate as, do I need to forgive myself for something today did, because I wasn't who I am? Or do I owe someone else an apology? Or did I try and keep someone from being their authentic self today? in the way that I behaved or put them in a scenario or put their back against the wall, right? But, and that's things that we have to answer for ourselves. It's not like, you know, anyone can tell me what that is, but I just have to run through the conversations and things in my head at some point and, and my interactions with people to see if I feel that my, my slate is clean, my side of the street is clean, right? Is this way of thinking working for me? Oh, wow, what a great one, right? You know, they're like, it, it's just saying that if, if I'm always processing that A plus B equals C, but it really equals F, right? I always do this because if I do this, it's going to give me this in my life, but it never has. But I keep doing this. At some point, we need to take a look at what this is and see, is it worth it, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, am, am I, is this working for me? That can work out in anything, right? I mean, it could be your job or your friends or your diet, Heck, it could even be social media. Like, is is looking at social media in the morning the best thing for me? I mean, is that really what's... Yeah, comparing your life to somebody else's life on social media isn't always the most healthy thing you can do. Sometimes it brings up feelings and emotions that aren't that beneficial to you. Absolutely, especially people's comments that sometimes, and let's just be honest, they should really keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. That is just... But, but comparing yourselves to someone's presentation right i mean how honest is that we we know every little dirty secret and every little thing every scar every imperfection of ourselves and we're looking at a picture perfect representation that someone did for millions of people (laughs) and we're going to compare ourselves to that i mean how are you ever going to come up yeah they're not posting those things on no those scars on (laughs) who would do that right so yeah i think that's really important to know because i mean I've had friends that I thought was great and they, you know, committed suicide and you've had friends at work that you left and they looked fine and, and you never saw them again. Right. And and we just, you never know what's going on underneath the hoods of someone else, even though we're seeing a presentation of them, whether it be at work or, you know, at school or online, Yeah, which is probably the most fake of all of them. But so don't compare yourself to other people's lives. Just live your life. Yeah. So I guess the next one on checking in with ourselves would probably be an ego check, right? Yes. Is my ego easily bruised? That's a great flag because if everything is getting on my nerves and everything that everyone's doing is doing to me, the person's pulling out in front of me and they're doing this to me, how dare they pull out in front of my car or (laughs) I'm going to teach them a lesson. So I think checking in with ourselves, the two big flags, I think, the two things that come up the most are probably ego and fear, maybe? Absolutely. I would think those are huge drivers for me personally. Yeah, ego's a big one. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I that will sneak in for me is that everything will be, and, and I can look at this when I'm in review, but I never see it in real time, is at some point things will tend to rock over to me, 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 me. Like every, everything is about how that impacts me and oh my God, this is happening to me. And instead of like being a participant in my life, I'm the main character. And I, I think that when we do that, we lose sight of our spiritual aspects and, and we just become out of balance. 
True. So I guess we still have one more category, at least, right, Brian? Uh, external influences. Right, and we already kind of brushed on media as one of those external those external ones, but right. I think it's important to realize whether it's the internet or it's social media or it's the news, like how valuable is this to me? Is this improving my life? Is this bringing me to the next level or is this really pulling the rug out from underneath my feet every day and putting me in a position where I cannot shine? Yeah, so right? ask yourself, is this benefiting me? Or is this bringing me down? Is it is it like crushing? And speaking of crushing, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a bad segue. <laughs> Family and friends. Is that where you were going with this? <laughs> well, I mean... External influences, including family and friends, yes. can be challenging at times. They can be very challenging. But, you know, we love them and, and they're part of us. But let's face it, Brian. They know us so well that sometimes they can set us into a tailspin without really trying. And, and sometimes it's not, and most of the time, it's not intentional, right? It's just that... Well, triggers come to mind. Triggers do come to mind. And as far as family goes, they don't just know where your buttons are. They helped invent those puppies, <laughs> you know? And they can step on those. I can get upset with my sister from a look, yeah. you know? And she can from me as well. And I'm just saying that if you find that your relation with one of your siblings or your parent or your aunt or uncle or your one of your friends is in a scenario where every time you leave them, you feel horrible about yourself. You may need to reconsider how you're spending time with them. Or is it better that you do that with a group of people at dinner as opposed to a one-on-one? -on -one? Or you know, maybe a, a video call would be a nicer way of handling that. Or sometime when you, you know, don't have to have such an intent experience. I'm just talking about in, in your own personal, in my own personal well-being, right? I hear you. Trust me, I hear you. Okay. So what about institutions like churches and... Well, that's, that's kind of a big one. I, I think that, and you know, we've talked about this. If, if I leave an institution and I feel like an abomination, it's probably not the most healing for me. Yeah, that's not a good healthy place to live your life yeah i mean there's way. there's places out there that are there to help build you up and if it's not something sharing love and and kindness and you know it, it's okay for me to know that there's better ways for me to live my life but if it's there to tell me that i'm a horrible aspect as a human being then that's probably not what i need to be subscribing to agreed so i'm, I'm just you know i believe that so in and to kind of sum this up and put this in summation Basically, what we're giving you tools here to look at and what we're hoping that you'll pull from this as a catalyst is that there's things in our lives that are empowering and there's things in our lives that are disempowering, if you will. So when you ask yourself, when you check in with yourself, how are things going? Decide whether they're empowering or dispowering. Right. And, and you're looking to say disempowering. Is this working for me? You know, am, am, am I behaving the way I want to be behaving? Is is this improving my life or is is this not what i want to be or who i want to be and if you're finding those things to be there then then maybe there's an aspect there that's letting you know that you're eligible for change because recognition is the first thing you have to understand that there's got to be something that can be changed or needs to be changed before you're going to be able to influence that 
So in disempowering, is this social media stream tearing me down? Is, is every time I read this person's blog or post just setting me off for the rest of my day? If so, maybe I don't need to be reading it. You know, Agreed, it's okay yeah. to block people. That's why they had the button there. That's why God invented it. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap things up, I'm going to check in with myself right now. What am I feeling? Well, I'll be honest. I'm feeling gratitude. Thank you, Paul, for sharing all this with us. And uh, I, I enjoyed this discussion very much. And it's something that I use in my life, you know, checking in with myself. But I'm going to try to do that some more. I'm feeling a lot of hope and gratitude as well. And I'm hoping that we can influence peace in everyone's life today. Me too. Thank you for listening to Gay Peace Journeys. Don't forget to visit GayPeace.com and manifest peace by making peace.